Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Neeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. Good day and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. I hope that you are having a wonderful day from wherever you are listening to this show today. I am actually very, very, very excited today because I have a dear friend on the podcast show that um, we've kind of been on this journey together um, somewhat and um, through heartfelt, God-felt connections, our paths crossed and we have been able to bond and uh, form a partnership that um, is just beautiful and just full of God. So today, um, I welcome onto the show Marie. How are you, Marie? I'm great, thank you, Sarah Jane. And uh, yeah, it's great to be spending this time with you. So Marie is going to tell us a little bit about her story, and I'm sure that our relationship will come up at some point in this podcast. <laughs> um, but why don't you share with us a little bit of your background and then how you came to be who you are today and kind of the vision and the dream that God's given you. Wonderful. Thanks, SJ. Yeah, my, uh, my journey into uh, business came as a result of my uh, teaching and law career. So I did a 15 years high school teaching and then I retrained as a lawyer and I did both of those in New Zealand. People already probably picked up my accent. <laughs> and I couldn't tell. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> and uh, I've always been really uh, entrepreneurial. Like the subjects that I uh, taught at high school were in the area of you know business education and economics and accounting, etc., and then when I retrained as a lawyer, I specialised in business law and family law. So uh, as I've you know gone on in my journey of career and business life, I've I've got two diverse uh, passions that uh, God's you know placed on my heart and, and gifted me in different areas. And one is around uh, business education, uh, particularly business education that's you know real and relevant and. Um, produces outcomes, not just all hypey and, you know, doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. And then on the other side, I, I do a lot of child protection advocacy work, so uh, helping organisations that work with um, children that have been abused and neglected and just uh, working with their policies, working with staff uh, on training, uh, etc. So, yeah, two diverse passions, but I, I really love both of them. So I've been uh, here in Australia uh, just over seven years now. The time's gone so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my last eight years in New Zealand, I, I had a business there. I had a consultancy business in the area of business uh, education and law. 
And I did a variety of, of work from, uh, you know, business plans or business courses um, through to running, you know, child protection uh, workshops. So lots of variety, uh, but as you'll um, soon come to see and probably already know about me, um, I really do enjoy variety. And uh, when we moved here to Australia, I actually went back to my old trade and, and uh, did a couple of years high school teaching. So uh, that was a bit of a shock to the system. <laughs> <laughs> Getting back in with young, young people again. But, you know, I love being around young people. I think it's just sometimes all the paperwork and politics that go with teaching is the bit that I don't enjoy as much. But it just gave me an opportunity to uh, explore uh, the Australia business scene and uh, start to you know, build some networks and connections. And yeah. so a couple of years after I'd been here, I, I started up a business called Ideas to Propel You. I, I really love uh, ideas. I love generating ideas and coming up with ideas to problems that people you know, might have. So that was an apt business name for me to choose. And uh, in that business, I predominantly do uh, business strategy work, um, implementation plans around marketing, uh, business startups. And one focus I have um, within that is social entrepreneurship, which is uh, business you know, profit for a cause. And I have I found myself working with a lot of women that are wanting to set up these types of uh, businesses. And I'm really enjoying that journey, and it's something that uh, yeah, God's opening up to me more. And as a result of that and my interest in that, I've got my own um, social enterprise called Child Protection Down Under. And so within that, that's where I do my research and control, uh, consulting and training work uh, around child protection. And then the profit that I raised from that business, I use to go and do child protection training in uh, predominantly third world countries. So I've, I try to go up to India every two or three years for a couple of weeks and I've been to Papua New Guinea. I've done a bit of work in Fiji, but just working with community organisations on their child protection policies, um, how they can work into their communities in terms of intervention strategies around reducing uh, child abuse uh, and neglect. Wow. And... <laughs> I still have a few minutes left in the day, not. <laughs> but um, in my, uh, you know, business journey, it's to me it's all about flexibility and you have to, uh, you know, be the master of reinvention. And I often say to clients, like, we've got to do a bit of a Madonna occasionally. You know how Madonna sort of changes herself every 10 years? Yeah. I'm not quite sure if she's the best role model for us to look to. <laughs> no. But it's just... <laughs> the example. Yeah, yeah, the example I'm uh, using there. And so in my business strategy work, I clients started to talk a lot about, you know, they wanted to get their expertise across. They wanted to be able to uh, express through uh, content uh, what, their, what their passion was and what it is that they could uh, teach others. And so I started to move a bit more into the writing space and obviously I'd done plenty of writing through my different um, projects and obviously being in business as well. So that led me to um, start up in 2016 a business called Mind That Gap Studio. 
Um, and coming from uh, England, you'd know what mind that gap means, um, SJ. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so with, with that, it's about helping people take their expertise and then be able to unpack it um, so that people can understand what it is that they're trying to explain. So I found that something that I really enjoy doing, I think particularly coming from an education background, so I'm used to, you know, breaking things down and then being able to, you know, take take it at point A and then help people to get to, to point B. So, yes, I'm not sure if that was a little bit or a long bit in terms of my, <laughs> in terms of my story, but... Um, yeah, my, I, for me, the theme that, you know, runs through all of the business uh, streams or arms or areas that I uh, that I do, and I've, you know, I've got a couple of other ideas in the wings as well, I'm always, you know, thinking and processing, um, is around ideas and action and implementation, because just believe that, you know, God puts things in our hearts and our minds, and yes, we do need to take that time to to process and to pray and to think it through and to seek some advice. But at the end of the day, we actually do just have to go and do it. Mm. And yeah. I find that that's what a lot of people struggle with. So I'm all about helping people implement um, what are the, you know their ideas and generating ideas to help them with that yeah. implementation. That's right. And that's the hardest step, literally, is, okay, I've got this great idea, yep. There's a market that will buy this product from me. Now I have to go and do it. <laughs> and then people yeah. come to a roadblock of, well, what do I do? Or how do I do it? Or can I do this? That's right. Do I, yeah. you know, can I do this? And then they start self-doubting and mm. go down that spiral where if you kind of just avoid that bit, <laughs> just get straight yeah. into it. You don't give yourself time to think about the fears. That's right, and it's just taking, you know, the, sm the small steps. It doesn't have to be huge. Like um, a client a few months ago, like she knew that she wanted to be doing some Facebook, you know, live feed for her business and just terrified of being on camera. So I said, well, just start with the 30 seconds. Hi, how are you? I hope your day's going really well. Um, here's some inspiration for you and, you know, give uh, the clients, you know, a quote, for example. I said, just try 30 seconds, and uh, and now she's doing Facebook live feeds that can last, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. She's become yeah. really confident behind the camera. So I'm all about just, yeah, start small, but actually do make a start. Yeah, and then just build up from that foundation. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's right. Thank you so much for sharing your story mm. with us, beautiful lady. Um, now, you're calling us all the way from Darwin. That's right. So uh, as I was saying to you, SJ, just before we started, I'm extremely thankful for internet <laughs> <laughs> because I have a um, husband who uh, likes to move around a bit. So um, after we did Adelaide for oh, just over six years, um, hubby got a job up in uh, Tennant Creek and then I've come further up the line to Darwin for a while and then as of today I think we're going to be going again this time over to Western Australia so I'm glad I've got a business that can or businesses that can move with me and with technology now it doesn't really matter you know where in the country you are mm. um, there's, there's opportunities so yeah we'll we'll see what this looks like in another few months and uh, just keep going from there. So if there's any listeners out there, Marie, 
thinking, mm. oh, you know, I might have to move with my business. How can I make it feasible and doable? What do you do to help you with being able to move around so much within your business? I do. I keep uh, up connection really well by either phone call or by uh, Skype or, you know, even face chat's really good if people are not as familiar with uh, a Skype. And I just simply use technology to keep those conversations going. So it's not necessarily people that have um, been clients, but, for example, when I was in Adelaide, I had my own business networking group, and so I had about 150 ladies in that group, and um, some, you know, I'd have about 20 ladies that would come each month uh, to the actual networking and so I keep in touch with them and ask how they're doing and, um, you know, what's new for them in their business. So it's a very, uh, yeah, it's a strategy that I have to keep up that connection and then that enables me to move around. And then what's really exciting is they often have connections in, you know, the other states in Australia. So then they'll introduce me to, you know, their colleagues or family or friends. And then that, again, increases the network. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So, as you've explained, you have been around the block a few times with your different mm. businesses throughout the year. Um, would you mind sharing with our listeners your five top tips um, of your craft um, mm. and share all that wisdom that God's given you? Mm, thank you. So for me, when it comes to um, building a business, like you've got to create a, a vision for the business. So it's like, what do you see your business business doing? So, you know, as I've talked about, I've got a number of different business streams or arms, but my vision is about giving wings to magnificent dreams. Because I was, you know, like my, my testimony is one where I came from a, um, a childhood abuse and a few other uh difficult things along the way and I've really had to um, learn to get out of my cage and to fly and I've been able to do that by the grace of God and so uh, I have a real passion to see others fly so that's an example of a vision so have a vision for your business the what but then you've got to move on to the mission which is the how how are you going to fulfill that particular vision so in my case it's about helping people start up businesses education, marketing, etc. So that's number one, create a vision and a mission. The second one is uh, don't be in a hurry with your business. Like we have to remember it's uh, it's not a sprint, um, it's a marathon. And um, it's about learning to be patient. And I'm not sure whether I'm overly good at that. There's that <laughs> saying that... <laughs> You know, my, I remember my mum always saying to me, Rome shouldn't be built in a day, but I'm one of these people that wanted Rome built yesterday. So it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just something that I've really had to learn to, um, yeah, grow in. Yeah. And so it's about being patient, but it's about keeping that momentum going because from – and momentum comes from taking action. So, you know, what are your processes? What are your projects? What's your next step? What are your tasks that you're working on? Because uh, a sustainable business is one that keeps going little by little, so it's keeping up that momentum. Another tip that I'd give is around, uh, and, and from the area obviously that I'm skilled in, is around content marketing. And I know it's the buzzword out there in terms of marketing and 
you need to put your expertise out there and your thought leadership and there's all sorts of you know words that are thrown around but through all of that you know in your writing it's about being really genuine it's about being conversational and People often say to me, oh, I find it really hard, Marie, to ride. And I say to them, well, do yourself an audio, like interview yourself <laughs> and do an audio, and then you can use that to, you know, create some writing from. But it's really important to understand that, um, you know, people um, don't buy your product or service. They actually buy you. Mm. And that's what really makes you unique is your, is your story. Um, so sometimes you've got to dig down deep and allow God to, you know, dig deep where there's some healing that needs to be done um, so that you can find that story and reflect that story through everything that you, you do in terms of your content marketing. That's good. Loving it. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, tip number four is you can't be all things to all people, which mm. um I'm not actually saying that sarcastically because some people would think, goodness, Marie, <laughs> could you decide on one thing? But I know within each of my different areas that I've really targeted, who uh, honed in on who my target market is, and that's what you have to do. So you need to direct all you do at what you've chosen to be as your your target market. And at first it might seem quite slow. You might only find a a few people in that target market that you've chosen, but it's about uh, building your community and building your tribe around you. And again, uh, there's that awful saying about it takes time. So sometimes when we feel our tribal community isn't building fast enough, we can start jumping into another target market and all of a sudden we've spread ourselves you know, too thin. And my last uh, tip is around simply being you um, in your business. Uh, like I've been labelled a number of things, and one particular label that's often thrown around is something called mm -hmm. a, a multi-potentialite. And that's um, someone that do, does have a, a really, you know, a varied mix of skills and interests and uh, often can be seen as one that can't settle on one thing. And so that's something I really grappled with over the years. I used to say, God, could you just give me like one idea? Like, let's just focus on that idea and we'll just run with that. But, you know, after three or four days, I'd be really mad at God. I'm like, God, I'm, I'm not, you haven't put enough ideas, you're not giving me enough. I need to, you know, so, <laughs> so even poor God got into trouble, you know. But, so, so I've really just learned to flow in who I am and not to um, – but you've got to have trusted advisors and mentors around you, but it's not, uh, you know, relying on everyone's opinion of them saying, oh, I don't think you should do this or I don't think you should do that. Um, but it's being really comfortable with who you are. It's having that self-awareness of what rocks your boat, so to speak, and just expressing that in the way that you want. And out of, because then out of that, you're being genuine. You're just bubbling over from who God's created you to be. And so from that, you know, I find That's everything awesome. really flows. I actually have heard the term multi-potentialite and use it a lot. <laughs> I think once people realize mm. um, what that means and 
you know, you know who you are when you hear someone explain what multi-potential art is. <laughs> and you'll go, oh, that makes so much yes. sense now. Because <laughs> when <laughs> people yes. used to um, not laugh at me or mock, but very much question how, why I would always want to be mm. learning new things all the time. And as soon as I'd learned something, if it wasn't teaching me something anymore, I'd get bored of it and I'd need to move on. And so one day I came around the same word. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense now. (laughs) We're in our own tribe. Yes. Yes. No wonder we get on. (laughs) We probably will have come up with five other business ideas by the time we finish the podcast. So. I hope I hope your listeners are ready. <laughs> no, that's good. Thanks for sharing. And um, so to quickly reflect, we have number one, create a vision and mission um, for your business. Number two, don't be in a hurry with your business. So take your time, pray and sit in God with it. And number three is your content marketing. So um remembering that people buy you not the product or service so don't be afraid to share your story with them and just be unique in who God's made you with that number four you can't be all things to all people so hone in on your target market um and from experience like I, I guess I can give a testimony of how well that's worked for Christian women in business um which is just really honed down yeah. so if you're thinking you know um for example, you might be uh, a graphic designer um, and you really want to work with um, fitness people. Don't be afraid to hone in on that and be a specialist graphic designer in the fitness yes. industry. That's mm-hmm. totally cool. And then number mm-hmm. five, um, don't be afraid to step out and own that you are a multi-potentialite. <laughs> That's cool. Thank you so much for those tips. They'll be on the website, listeners, if you'd like to go and read through those. So bringing God into the equation more, how do you personally incorporate God into your business? So for me, God is my everything. Like I don't don't see a separation between God and my business. Uh, and I see that my faith, you know, flows in and through um, the expression of, of everything that I do. So as I'm working on, you know, business plans or marketing plans for clients or writing social media posts or website content or I might be doing a child protection training workshop, for example, I always pray and just ask God for that wisdom and that insight and that mm. ear to hear what his spirit is saying and just... I, you know, prayer I often pray is, you know, Lord, I want to draw the the plans, you know, from the heavenly filing cabinets. Like, what is the plan that you want me to uh, help with this client or, you know, what is the course or what is the training that you want me to do? So it's always seeking and asking him and, you know, committing my way uh, to him. And I just love that, that revelation, you know, that can come. And I've, you know, sat with many clients and, you know, the – the conversation or the feedback you can have at the end, they, they kind of look at you quite stunned and go, how did you come to that? I've never heard of that before. Or how did you manage to work that out about me? And it's not something that I um, 
have to, like, it, it, it just flows because we're focused in the spirit and, and God's putting those ideas and thoughts um, in our mind and heart as we're with our client. And so it's not about saying, you know, thus saith the Lord, I think we should do, you know, X, Y, and Z, but it's just that real practical, um, conversational, warm and engaging way um, that you have on people and just loving on people. And I think a really powerful example that I that I always remember is um, with my networking group or meetup group I had in Adelaide, and that was uh, for women in business. So I, I kept that um, quite broad. So I met all sorts of um, you know different types and very interesting uh, businesses along the way. And uh, one evening a, a woman came in and uh, and she came through the door and she was running a bit late and I was standing up to get something so I just went over and gave her a hug and said, oh, hi, how are you doing? You know, welcome along, just um, sit here. And, and off I, you know, bustled around and did my thing. I mean, I was just, uh, <laughs> I was just being me. <laughs> and then afterwards, um, or the next day, she sent a text message and she just said, oh, I just so liked your meetup group. And I said, oh, thank you so much. And she said, oh, the thing that I like the most is the way that you welcomed me. She said, I'm really terrified of going to these things. This is my first one I've been to in about three years. And I sat in the, in the car and I was really mm. nervous and then I cried and then I thought, okay, I'll, I'll just go in for 10 minutes and if I can last 10 minutes, then I'll, I'll stay. But she said the fact that you gave me a hug. And, after, and, uh, and I just thought, wow, <laughs> like that made me cry. But I couldn't even remember actually doing that. Like, as I said, I was just simply being me, and I'm a bit of yeah. a, you know, mother hen, you know. So it just. So I'm not saying we all start hugging our clients. I'm just trying to use that uh, as an example of if we allow God to flow in us and through us in the way that he's designed us and wired us, just going to be absolutely amazed at um, what God does in and through our business. And to me, that it's what is so exciting about being a Christian woman in business. And so uh, it would have been a couple of years ago now, God started to put this idea in my heart around running a conference uh, for Christian women in business, just simply to champion and encourage them. Because I often met a number of them and they'd just say they felt quite isolated in what they were doing and... uh, yeah, they just needed some some strengthening and some advice and some help. And so I started to put together um, the idea of the deeper conference uh, to, and I took it obviously from uh, you know the life of Deborah because I love I love Deborah like she was a real go getter woman. You know she was bold in her God and she was one that changed the course of history. And I believe as Christian women in business that you know that that's the place or the position that God is has called us to and so I was starting to think around I kind of got a date for when I wanted to um, kick this off which was um, February of last year and then <laughs> that's where our paths started to, to cross. Um, Sarah Jane when I heard about Christian Women in Business and we just started to chat uh, I think we did by phone and then by Skype and then uh, you launched Christian Women in Business uh, at the first conference, the Deborah Conference, which was just so, um, so exciting. And thank you so much for letting us do and that. It, mm, mm, and it's been, it's a real privilege to 
uh, yeah, be one of the conference partners of Christian Women in Business. And my idea with the conference is to uh, hold it at least in one city in Australia each year and then also to uh, take it overseas once a year. So I've got Brisbane coming up in November and then hopefully I'm just starting some planning towards uh, New Zealand in, in March. But yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd start with my homeland and then, yeah, <laughs> see how we go from there. But, you know, when we did that first um, conference last year, it was just, uh, it was an amazing time in terms of uh, I th- when I walked in there and we, um, you know, did the conference. To me, I felt like the conference had already been. It's like I felt that God had already prepared and, and shown me um, what was going to take place and who to speak and all these different things. And I I was just amazed at, at what God did and how God moves and how, I mean, I was so encouraged being among um, the women that came. And I know many of the women also felt really encouraged to, you know, be able to have that um, time in such, a, in such a conference. So, again, that's just an example of the way in which, you know, God, comes and, and makes a way in and through what we do. So, uh, yeah, I hope to continue to, to build That's that awesome. around the Deborah we Conference. We are really excited about the Deborah Conference and all that you have planned for Brisbane. Um, just kind of to mm. go along with what Marie was saying, um, even out of Marie saying yes to doing the Deborah Conference and launching that um earlier this year and now moving into uh, different locations across the world, so many opportunities have then come up for more Christian women. So out of that has birthed like so many of other opportunities where God is just connecting um, Christian women. He's helping them kind of expose their businesses more as well. So even though you see a yes. conference, I guess, and you think, okay, yeah, it's a conference, like there's delegates that rock up, some people talk, and then, you know, whatever happens. But what, and kind of take that for granted, but kind of seeing it from the different perspective and seeing the Deborah Conference come to life and kind of partnering our two communities mm. together, you can see how God's really connecting people and then the opportunities that have come yes. out for people for the through the Deborah conference that then leads on to building God's kingdom within their businesses and then out to bless others like it's just awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's very powerful, it's exciting and it's only God can do it and yeah, it is exciting. Very, very exciting. So thank you for saying yes to doing that. Mm. <laughs> So um, what is your Bible verse for this season and why? So uh, for me, I've, I've been through a particularly um, challenging um, last 12 months. And it's interesting how you say you think you've been through a challenging last 12 months and you say to yourself, didn't I say that <laughs> last year? Hang on but- a minute. <laughs> a bit of a theme emerging here but uh, you know God, God's gracious and God's faithful and God's good and um, 
for us in the last 12 months, it's involved, you know, moving to um, a new state. It's involved um, living separately in two different places. Um, it's involved a, a health issue for my, for my hubby um, to get a heart stent. And then I had quite a major health issue myself in the last six months that I've, God has uh, brought me through. And then in between all of that, I turned 50 oh. and felt like I was 105 thinking, oh, my goodness, 50 just sounds far too ancient. And then um, in that mix, you know, started the Deborah um, conference as well. So it's been, yeah, it's been a really, uh, yeah, interesting time and been through the, the highs and lows. And uh, God continues to just um, guide me. And sometimes your prayers are just tears, but even those he hears and, I felt like I've been in the fight of my life, really. And a verse that I've been really meditating, a couple of verses I've been meditating on over the last three or four weeks, uh, from Song of Solomon, uh, chapter 2, verses 11 to 13. And I'd uh, just like to read those uh, verses from the New Living Translation. And it says, Look, the winter is past and the rains are over and gone. The flowers are springing up. The season of singing birds has come. And the cooing of turtle doves fills the year. The fig trees are forming young fruit and the fragrant grapevines are blossoming. Rise up, my darling, come away with me, my fair one. And with that verse, it's it's a new season that I'm, you know, declaring in and over uh, my life and the life of my business and over my marriage and over all those things that I that I put my hand to, that the, the winter is past and the rain is gone and that time for singing and blossoming and and fruitfulness would would come. So that's what I've been, that's the place I've been at uh, in God. That's beautiful. Recently. I love that verse. I don't think I've ever seen that verse before. Mm. It's gorgeous. Mm. I, I really love the uh, New Living Translation yeah, version really of beautiful. it. It's just beautiful. And, you know, God's got mm. us. And I guess, you know, We've been through hard stuff, if we're going through hard stuff now or, you know, you're just coming out of a season of hardship, maybe just sit in this verse that mm. Marie shared with us um, and just allow God to speak into mm. your heart and heal you and give you strength for the next season ahead. Um, he is mm. the bank of all health, wealth and energy. <laughs> And as women, I think, you know, it doesn't do us a bit of harm every day to go and zap some of that currency from God. <laughs> That's right. It's a lovely cool. way to put it. So uh, thanks for sharing all about your story and your wisdom. We really, really appreciate it. If our listeners were interested in finding you, of course we will pop your info on the um, bit of this blog post of the podcast but just now where can our listeners find sure. you so probably the easiest is just to go to the website that's under my uh, name which is mariecutlinarumba.com and then that links to um, my other businesses so either yeah via the website or also I'm on Facebook as well under just under my name uh, business and content strategist or LinkedIn, so um, yeah, any of those are possibilities. And as you said, you're going to pop into the 
uh, the podcast details of the other and um, can you tell our listeners if the Deborah conference tickets are on sale yes so the Deborah conference uh, tickets are on sale now through Eventbrite so you can go to the uh, Facebook page which is just uh, the Deborah conference or one word and there is the uh, Eventbrite link there and then the uh, website I hope to have it up in uh, the next few days uh, with the, the full program on. So all our program speakers have been confirmed and the focus of the conferences in Brisbane is uh, release your words. So I believe God's really wants to encourage us around writing and speaking. And so, yeah, we've just got an amazing selection of people doing just that. And we've got two books that are going to be launched. We've got a women's ministry and it's also going to be launched, plus a new uh, album as well. So um, you'll need your seatbelts <laughs> on on the day. Um, <laughs> we'll go at a fairly fast pace, which I guess after you get to know me, nothing that won't surprise you. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, just really power-packed and God-packed. And so, yes, please do head to the Facebook page, or uh, as I said, the website will be uh, finished with the new program shortly, and that's the deborahconference.com.au. But the date is uh, Saturday, awesome. 11th of November. Thank you so much for sharing. So, if you are thinking about going mm-hmm. to the Deborah Conference, keep your eye out, um, go and find the Facebook page, visit um, the Eventbrite, and grab your ticket because um, you don't want to miss out on an awesome event. Thank you so much for coming on mm. the podcast show, Marie. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Um, and like we said, if you'd mm. like more information on Marie, um, you can visit her website or you can just simply go to the blog post of this podcast and we'll have all her information there for you to find her. So that's it for today. It's been wonderful to have you listening on the show. If you've got any questions, feel free to uh, fill out a contact form or put them on the Facebook page. We'd love to answer them for you. And otherwise, take care and God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends. Please rate our podcast on iTunes. And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.